0: Good evening to each of you my brothers and sisters in christ this is the day that the lord has made we're rejoicing and we are exceedingly glad oh magnify the lord with me and let us exalt his name together why because god is great and he is so greatly to be praised listen i need you to help me on this night i first of all i need you to be praying for me uh, because I am manning this uh, this technology by myself on today. So first of all, need you to be praying for me that we get through this together, amen, uh, that we get through this together. And I may have already done something incorrectly. So uh, what I need you to do right now, what I need you to do right now, y'all, is this right here. Share it tonight, because I think I may not have um, uh, gotten the link out because I didn't notice the uh, the that i went live on facebook so uh if if by chance some people are not connected go ahead and share this uh on your live feeds on your timelines uh right now uh so that people know that we are on live and we are connected amen please do that for me uh that we might get connected and share uh, in what uh, we will hear on tonight. God is great and he is greatly to be praised. We've got some good things going on tonight. Listen, what, the reason I am manning this by myself, uh, it's unfortunate. I want you all to be, I need you all to be in prayer. Lift up our good friend. You know, T.A. works behind the scenes uh, to do to do this. He, he, he's, the, he's the wizard behind the scenes, I call him. Um, I need you all to be in prayer for T.A. T.A., um, his sister was in a tragic car accident uh, on last week and uh, lost her life. Uh, So I need you to be in prayer for our our good friend, our brother in Christ, uh, T.A., who lost his sister. Tragic car accident. Uh, And so that's why he's not with us on tonight. Uh, And so we're praying for you, T.A., if by chance you're watching, we're praying for you. Uh, We're sending our love your way and to your family as well. Uh, please lift TA up, uh, you all, and, and uh, do what K Chapel does. Uh, lift our brothers up. Pray for one another. Is that right? Can we do that? Uh, you all send up some prayers and some hearts and some. Uh, praying hands for TA right now. Can we do that? Amen. Let's see who we have with us on tonight. Ruth Dale is watching. God bless you. Good to see you, Sister Dale. Good to see you, Sister Cole. God bless you. Good to see you. Faye Foster is with us on tonight. Sister Langford is with us on tonight. God bless you, Sister Stewart. God bless you. Mother Curry is in the house on tonight. God bless you. Clara Roberts. Good to see you on tonight as well. Betty Palmer. God bless you. Good to see you as well. Sister Green. Uh, God bless. Teresa Green, God bless you. Good to see you on tonight. Amen. God is a good God. Nancy Roselle, God bless you. Good to see you. Aggie Duvall is with us on tonight. Uh, Sister Lucille Green is with us on tonight. God bless you. Good to see you on tonight. Loretta Epps is with us tonight. Mother Sexton is in the house. God bless you. You all go ahead and keep sharing this with your neighbors, with your friends. We're getting those numbers up Um, And we thank God uh, that that you are sharing as well. Our friends from Alabama are in the house. God bless you. Good to see you as well. God bless you, brother. Uh, Barbara Hurd is with us on tonight. God bless you. Marie Divinity. God is a good God. Paula T. J.S.U. Hey, listen, if I ain't swag, who is swag? Talk to me, J.S.U. God bless you. Linda Butler is in the house. God bless you. Good to see all of you. We thank God for each of you on tonight dorothy jones is in the house amen sister Geddes is in the house god bless you all god bless you all listen keep sharing with your neighbors keep sharing with your friends uh you all lift up some prayers again for ta uh put put him in your prayers put him in your timelines uh, let him know that you're thinking about him put put that name ta we're praying for you put that up there so he knows that those prayers are meant for him and for his family we thank god for each of you listen we're going to try to get through this together uh and so if the technology is off again it's because i don't normally do this y'all so y'all uh y'all y'all just uh uh excuse it while we try to while while we make it through amen while we make it through uh we're gonna get through this together amen listen um why don't we have a word of prayer i pray that uh first of all before we pray i pray that you have um um had an opportunity to download your right now media uh, gift uh gift that was given to you by kate chapel because that's what we do uh, we gift our people so hopefully you've gotten a chance to download download that uh, uh because you had some homework y'all you had some homework over the weekend uh, over the week rather and so we hope that you got a chance to do that homework uh if not some of it we'll be able to to take a look at today all right so why don't we get into the word uh uh before we do let's let's have a word of prayer Father, we thank you, God, for tonight. We thank you, Lord, for this time together. We bless you, and God, we do pray and lift up our dear brother, T.A., we ask that you bless him, uh, bless his family, keep them all safe, and keep them uh, wrapped in your loving arms. God, we pray not only for T.A., but for all who experience bereavement, who experience loss, all who are going through illness and sickness of all kinds. Lord, we pray that you be a very present help for them. You are Jehovah Rapha, the God who heals. God, you, you you are everything to us, our El Shaddai, the almighty God. God, we just lift you up and we thank you for being all that you will be and all that we need you to be. Lord, we pray now that you would bless us and keep us by the presence and power of your spirit as we enter into this word. We pray, oh God, that you would open our eyes that we might see. Open our ears that we might hear. Open our hearts that we might receive. Granted, O oh God, in the mighty and matchless name of Jesus, our Lord, our Savior, and our Christ, we do pray. Amen and amen. God bless you. God bless you. All right. So listen. Let's um, let's uh maybe recap just a little bit. Uh, we we talked last week. We began um, our study. Remember, we we're, we're talking about watching your mouth. Uh, watching your mouth. The Bible, the, the <laughs> that scripture says, "Lord, set a watch, a guard over my mouth." Um, um, and and we talked about needing some help. We introduced this by way of the Old Testament prophet Isaiah, um, who in his vision of of seeing God on His throne, high and lifted up, seeing the seraphim. Um, experiencing this awesome worship experience uh, isaiah is brought to the reality and brought um, to the place of doing some self-assessment some introspection and he discovers and admits and acknowledges his own undoneness as it relates to his mouth as it relates to his lips he says i am a man of unclean lips and i dwell in the land of a people of unclean lips so 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 my mouth is dirty and the people around me their mouths are dirty i i he says and 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 you know there's something to that we we used to say all the time uh birds of a feather flock together uh, you need to be careful of the company you keep you need to be careful of the company you keep because eventually some of that stuff will rub off on you uh, if you're not strong enough rather than you rubbing off on them it will rub off on you and so isaiah says listen i've got a mouth issue god fix me cleanse my cleanse me make me right and so we 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 began last week's study uh, watching your mouth uh, by by really reminding ourselves um, of of this prophet's own acknowledgement and then last week uh, we introduced um, uh, Watch Your Mouth, uh, the, the video series, uh, which is being led by uh, Pastor Tony Evans. Uh, we're, we're, we're hopefully, you will uh, have time throughout the week to peruse the various videos uh, that we're, we're archiving on the K-Chapel uh, Right Now Media uh, Library. They will be updated as we go through each of them. Uh, and so you won't have to be searching through uh, the Right Now Media catalog. You can go right to the K Chapel channel in Right Now Media and see what is what is uploaded in that channel. Uh, but we saw last week the first half uh, of that video where I believe his name was Jared. Uh, Jared um, uh, acknowledged his issues with his tongue. Uh, he acknowledged that. Uh, his issue was that he he lied, uh, he he spoke harshly, he cursed, uh, he fabricated um, uh, stories, he 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 mixed up the truth, uh, and it caught up with him. And it caught up with him. Last week we we talked about we talked about the the need to uh, really understand. Uh, how how the the, the the apostle James in James chapter one, but also in James chapter three, talks about the tongue being a small member, uh, but a mighty fire rests in the tongue. This tongue um, can 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 be used for good, or it can be used for evil. Uh, and James asked the question: Should blessings and cursings come from the same tongue can good water and bad water come from the same fountain uh, it should not be the case um, if it can't come from a fountain it shouldn't come from our mouths good and bad uh evil and and righteousness holiness and unholiness right um and so that's that's kind of what we what we what we brought up last week this week this week we would like to continue uh in our discussion uh by continuing in the second portion of of this video um uh watch watch your mouth okay and so hopefully hopefully if we do it right i pray we do it right y'all uh we'll be able to see this last half of the video together all right so hang on just a second and let's see this last half of watch uh watch your mouth
1: I have four children, the oldest three are boys, and my youngest is a daughter. And when she was nine months old, I noticed that she wasn't developing the way the boys had. So through a series of events, we ended up in the emergency room. I remember the doctor walking into the room, clutching her medical chart, and he said, your daughter has had a stroke and she will never walk or talk. And in all likelihood, she'll be severely mentally retarded she She had 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 the stroke when i was pregnant pregnant with her her and was born born missing about 65 percent of the left left hemisphere of of her brain brain. and And so so, for the next two weeks i just prayed god help me to accept this it just felt like god saying to me you know man diagnosed her that's not my diagnosis why are you asking me to accept this and so my prayer became god heal her the problem was I was asking him to heal her according to my standard. I hit the road running with her and I did therapy with her about 8 to 10 hours a day. I would go to another state and receive training twice a year with her for a week. After about four years, I was completely undone and at my wits end and broken and was breaking people around me. Then God spoke to me one day and he said, you know, did it occur to you? that I gave her to you, not because I thought you would fix her, but because I knew you would love her. I began praying, you know, every morning I would wake up and I'd say, God, you heal her today according to the measure by which you want her healed. When she was actually then in second grade, things were going well. And then I got a call from the secretary at her school. She said, you know, Ellie fell off her chair and she had had a grand mal seizure I flew to the school and I just knew in my spirit this was the first of many. At that point, she was falling over 75 times a day with grand mal seizures, seizing 100% of the time while sleeping. So on December 19th of 2013, they went in and severed the corpus callosum, they severed her brain in half and literally removed the entire left hemisphere, what was left. And I look back now and I realize that everything I had learned When she was young and God teaching me how to pray is what actually sustained me through this. When I got to the hospital that day of her brain surgery and I handed my daughter over to a surgeon, it hit me that I had nothing left. I had no recourse other than to trust the one who had brought me up to this point. So then we sent her back to school. She would have been in sixth grade at that time. You know, She was so far behind in school, in sixth grade, but testing at a second and third grade level. I just thought, you know what, God, I would like to just enjoy her as a daughter, not as a patient. And so I thought, we're just going to do fun things together. You know, I took her to the zoo and we went to ball games, we went swimming, we had friends over. It was just a fun summer. So little by little, an aide that takes her to school and stays with her to help her stay organized is saying, you know, look what she did. She'd show me a math paper or a science paper. Do you see what she did here? I'd be like, you know, are you sure that's her paper? I mean, were you with her when she filled this out? So currently she's at the end of her seventh grade year and she is at grade level in every subject but math. All of a sudden I realized, oh, I remember that conversation we had, God, when she was two years old and you said, don't take that diagnosis. I'm the one who's going to heal her. Because it's so evident that he has touched and healed her, I really try not to lose any moment to give him the glory.
2: Well, just as Stacy saw in the life of her child, God intervening in the area of speech, God wants to intervene in your life and my life in that same area. He needed to intervene in the life of Moses in Exodus 4, verse 10. Moses said, I can't talk. How how am I going to go to Pharaoh and, and tell him, let my people go? I mean, all that sounds good, but I don't have speech. And guess what God said? He asked him, who made your mouth? Don't tell me what you can't do with your tongue. Once I am the authority moving behind your speech. And God wants to do the same with you and me. We can't just say, this is the way I talk. Because when the Lordship of Jesus Christ and God Almighty, who made your tongue, gets in the picture, things change. That's precisely what happened in Mark chapter 11, verses 23 to 25. The the disciples are are moving with Jesus, and, and he curses a fig tree that was not producing. And they wanted to know, how could something change so quickly? How could something turn so fast? The the fig tree was fine yesterday. 24 hours later, it's, it's gone. And guess what Jesus says? Truly, I say to you, whoever says, listen, whoever says to this mountain, be taken up and cast into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that what he says is going to happen, it will be granted him. Did you see that? A mountain, spiritually and figuratively speaking, in the Bible, refers to a difficult situation, uh, an impediment, something you've got to overcome. Jesus says, when you speak to the mountain, that's the problem. Now, most of us talk to God about the problem but how many of us speak to the problem from God? Did you know you have authority in your mouth? There's a lot of power there. We've all been to the zoo, we've seen lions. They're always in cages, right? Because there's just so much power. The cage is bigger than the lion, but the lion holds the power in the cage. Guess what? God put your tongue in the cage of your mouth. He had to put it in a cage because it's so powerful that let loose, it can do a lot of damage. But properly utilized and contained, they can give a lot of help. And you see this all through the Bible. For example, God told Joshua to keep every word of God, Joshua chapter 1, in your mouth. Speak my word into the situations you're going to face. You're going to face a challenge with Jericho. You're going to face a challenge with AI. You're going to face different challenges. Keep my word in your mouth and speak it. That's why you hear the Lord regularly saying, I say unto you, because there's power not in the knowing it alone or the thinking it alone, but in the declaring it to be so. Because when you declare what's in God's will, that authority comes with that declaration. That's why when we pray, Because right after Jesus tells them to speak to the mountain, he says, and now speak to God. So you speak to the mountain, you speak to God about the mountain, and you exercise the authority of that roar of your speech making a difference in your life, your challenges, and in the lives of people you love and know. So remember that when God is in your gums, there is really power in your palate.
1: Our tongues can do a lot of harm. Tony pointed out that Jesus scolded Peter for his words, words that left Jesus comparing him to Satan. But we saw in Stacy's story, how powerful words spoken to God and from God can be in the middle of hardships. Tony encouraged us to make Jesus the Lord of our speech. Let him guide what you say. God gives us his word, the Bible, to transform our words from harmful to helpful. Maybe the real life stories struck a chord with you or a point from Tony's teaching convicted you. Dig into God's word with your group to see what he has to say about the tongue. Feel free to share what stood out to you from this session with your group. It's a safe place for honesty and encouragement. See you next time.
0: All right, so let's uh let's do that. Let's dig in. Let's dig in. Um, let me start, let me start by saying, <laughs> maybe use a little bit of comic relief here. Um, I am Baptist, and I'm assuming that most of you who are watching right now are also Baptist. Um, um, <laughs> it, if I ain't Baptist, who is Baptist? <laughs> right? I'm Baptist. I, I, I I'm Baptist. Okay. I start I start there because I think that this teaching, this subject matter, is something that is oftentimes taught in more charismatic circles. This is something that you hear about and it's taught about in in more charismatic um a- apostolic uh type uh settings and I I and so I preface this by by, by making sure you understand uh I'm good in Baptist okay but I'm also I'm also biblical i I need somebody i need somebody to hear me on that i'm baptist and i'm biblical and i do believe that the bible says much about the power that's in our tongues now you know this is this is this is teaching that that if we are believers we need to hear understand and practice and let me give let me give some some um context let me try and give some context because i don't what i don't want is for you to mistake speaking um and using the power the authority that god gives and places in the life of the believer, and then thinking and assuming that everything you say must come to pass. Because folks, that isn't true. Now that's not true. I'll give you I'll give you a good example. And I've I've um I've preached this before, I've used this example before. Um, there are believers. There are believers all throughout this world. There are believers all throughout our church, right? Who are full of faith, right? Full of faith. Believe in the power of God. Believe in the healing presence of the spirit of God, right? Believe. And it reminds me It reminds me of of an analogy that I used in a sermon some time ago where where there was I was doing some laundry. Those of you who really listened to my sermons, you might remember this illustration uh, because I brought I brought a a, a shirt. I brought two shirts with me. I was doing laundry one day and 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 um, and in the lawn, in the washing machine, uh, unbeknownst to me was an ink pen. Right. And. And I brought the two shirts in because uh, it didn't make sense to me how it is that, that the same shirts, the, 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 the same type of shirts can be in the same washing machine at the same time in the same water and one of them have ink spots on them and the other one does not. Didn't understand that. Didn't understand that. How it was that that you could have two shirts in the same washing machine with the same water at the same time with the same pen that's leaking ink in that water, and when you take them out after the rinse cycle and everything else, one of them is full of has ink spots on them, and the other one is absolutely perfectly white. Doesn't make sense to me, right? And I use that analogy to say that Christians, believers can find themselves in the same sort of predicament, the same situation, the same circumstances, right? And and yet their experience and the outcome can be very different. They believe, they pray, they fast they ask god they they have people standing in the gap for them and yet one of them is healed and one of them is not and so i don't want i don't want to make the mistake of having you believe that all you have to do is speak it and believe it and it has to be so because i know and you know that there are people who are in the same situations and yet they have very different outcomes. And that's the space that I gotta leave to God. That's the space, I I, I hope you're hearing me tonight. That's the space that I gotta leave to God and believe that God knows what God is doing. I don't have the answer to that. I can't tell you why one is healed of cancer and one is not. I can't tell you why one person's child recover and one person's child does not. I Can't tell you that. Okay? Can, can this preacher just be honest with you? There's things that God does that I don't understand. And yet, I still believe that there is life and death In the power of the tongue. I do believe that. I do believe that. I believe this. I believe this. Hang in here with me, y'all. I believe that if you look at life itself, how life unfolds, don't don't get real spiritual with it yet. Just, just, Just stay in the natural for right now. Just think about it. Think about how many people die because of what somebody said. Just just stay in the natural for a minute. Think about how many fights get kicked off and then tempers flare and then guns are drawn and triggers are pulled and bullets fly and people die all because of what somebody said. Death is in the power of the tongue. Are you hearing me? All because somebody said something offensive, all because somebody told a lie, all because somebody made some accusation and and somebody was offended, people die because of this tongue. You don't got to get spiritual with it. Just stay in the natural for now. There is power in our tongues. And then on the flip side, think about how many lives are saved just because somebody said the right thing. Mm. I was there was there was there was a there was a student I'm told in Richland, Mississippi, that committed suicide yesterday. I was in a service last night, greater St James it's in revival this week, and I was in that service last night. Pastor Montgomery shared that with me and asked me to come up and pray um uh, for the family and for the community and for the for the school and i'm praying and i'm thinking about that child i don't know what was going on in that child's life right i don't know what was happening but i but i also wonder i also wonder what might have happened if that child had heard the right thing could that child's life have been saved if the right person had said the right thing just at the right time. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. How many people can you save from doing harm to themselves simply by saying to them, you're valuable, you're worthy. God loves you. I love you. We're gonna get through this. That's not the end how many how many people can you lift up can you encourage simply by speaking a word of encouragement? Death and life are in the power of the tongue, y'all. Are you hearing me? how many how many marriages could be saved because you told you uh, uh, another man talked to another man, right? A brother encouraged a brother and told him, Hang in there, man. It's marriages are like that. It's, it's like a wave. Ride the wave. You'll be all right. You'll make it. How many? How many? How many? How many families could be saved because a sister talked to another sister and told her, "Don't don't walk out on your family. Your children need you. Your husband needs you." I know it's tough. We've been there. Right. Death and life are in the power. of, of the tongue and that's we didn't even got to the spiritual stuff yet y'all that's just that's just natural that's just natural how many wars have been started just because somebody said something that another king or ruler or dictator or president didn't like it's in the power of the tongue so we can we can we can kill some stuff, or we can cause some things to have life and that more abundantly. And it all starts with what's in our mouths. Question is simple: Are you using your mouth for good? Now I I told y'all um, uh, you know I don't have all the tech worked out tonight, so. I'm gonna be giving you some scriptures, and I hope that you walk with me through these scriptures, okay? Because I don't have it on the screen tonight, all right? That that that's that that's our good friend TA who can who does all that behind the scenes. Tonight is just you and me and this Bible, all right? That's what it is. We're going old school tonight. You, me, and this word. Proverbs 18. Proverbs 18 and verse 21. Proverbs 18 and verse 21. And I'm reading from the New Living Translation. The New Living Translation, Proverbs 18 and 21. And here's what it says in the New Living Translation. Those who love to talk will experience the consequences for the tongue can kill or nourish life. The tongue can kill or nourish life. It's Proverbs 18 and 21, death and life in the power of the tongue, right? Go to Proverbs 15. Proverbs 15 and verse number four. Proverbs 15, verse number four. It says, gentle words bring life and health. A deceitful tongue crushes the spirit. Gentle words bring life and health. Gentle words. And listen, you know, because this is good, y'all, because you know, sometimes we 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 talk about the uh the 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 the, the brutal truth. Bible don't talk about brutal truth. Gotta be brutally honest with you. Bible doesn't talk about being brutally honest. The Bible says that we ought to have our words seasoned with the salt, right? Our words ought to be seasoned with love, seasoned with grace, seasoned with mercy, seasoned with hope, seasoned with faith. The Bible don't tell you anything about being brutally honest with people. But it does say gentle words bring forth life and health. A deceitful tongue crushes the spirit. Whose spirit are you crushing? Simply by not having your words season with the salt of God's spirit, God's grace, God's mercy. I gotta, I just gotta tell it like it is. Uh, uh, you, you can tell it like it is without being vulgar. You can tell it like it is without crushing people in the process. You can tell it like it is without demeaning people. You can tell it like it is without, come on y'all. You gotta use your tongue for good, not for evil. If somebody makes you mad, somebody's done something wrong, there's a way to address that. There's a way to address that without you losing your Christian credibility. There's a way to deal with that without you destroying your witness and destroying the person. And that's the problem with some of us. Some of us think that we got to destroy people in the process. No. The sermon last night that I heard over at Greater St. James was, you're better than that. That was the title of it. And I need to tell somebody tonight, you're better than that. You're you're better you're better than that. Cussing folk out. You're better than that. Demeaning people just because you disagree with them. You're better than that. Talk to me. Yeah. So let's use let's use our tongues to promote life and not death to encourage rather than to discourage. To build up rather than to tear down. Matthew chapter 5. Matthew chapter 5 verse 9. Matthew chapter 5 verse 9. Be careful, y'all, because listen, people are listening to how you talk. People are listening not listen to me good. This is, this is going to bless somebody. People are not just listening to what you say, but they're listening to how you say it. and how you say it matters. How you say it matters. Yes, it does. You can say what you need to say with some integrity. You can say what you need to say with some class. You can say what you need to say with some grace. It's not just what you say, it's how you say it. And you know and I know, that you can turn people off simply by how you said what you said, even if what you said was true. And people will never receive the truth simply because of how you said what you said. Matthew chapter five, Matthew chapter five, verse nine. Is anybody receiving this? Is anybody receiving this? Matthew chapter five, verse nine is from the Beatitudes. God blesses those who work for peace for they will be called the children of God. In other words, blessed are the peacemakers. That's what it reads in in some of your Bibles. Blessed are the peacemakers. Are you using your tongue, watch this, to make for peace or to stir up strife? How are you using your tongue? To bring reconciliation or to keep some stuff going? How are you using your tongue? Blessed are the peacemakers. Talk to me, somebody. For they will be called the children of God. You are not a child of God if you're steadily stirring up stuff. If you're constantly creating chaos. If you're always... Ah, come on. yeah how are you using your tongue i don't care how smart you are if you have not figured out how to use your tongue for good you're not smart at all tongues 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 lord help my tongue lord bless my tongue no don't bless my tongue bless me help me so that I can control this tongue. Yeah, yeah. Go back to Proverbs. Let's look at this Proverbs 12. Proverbs 12 verse 18. Proverbs 12 verse number 18. Proverbs 12 verse number 18. It reads as this, and this again, I'm in the New Living Translation. Here's what it says. Some people make cutting remarks, but the words of the wise bring healing. Some people make cutting remarks, but the words of the wise bring healing. This this thing can this thing can cut and some of us use our tongues just for that to cut folk. And there's nothing Christian about cutting people. There's nothing, there's nothing, there's nothing righteous about wounding people with our tongues. Nothing. Grandmama used to say it like this: if you can't say nothing good, y'all finish it for me. Yeah, watch your tongue, watch. Lord set a watch over my mouth. Some of us would do well today to pray that prayer. Because we do damage, not just to people, but we do damage, we do damage, mm, wow. We do damage to things that are bigger than ourselves when we don't watch our words. We do damage to institutions when we don't watch our words. We do damage to populations when we don't watch our words. We do damage to our own people when we don't watch our words. Luke six, Luke six, is this helping anybody? Is anybody out there listening to me? Anybody at all, anybody at all? Luke six, verse number 45. Luke six, verse number forty-five. Here we go. Actually, I'm going to start reading at verse number forty-three, okay? Because this this is just good. This and this, a good tree can't produce bad fruit, <laughs> and a bad tree can't produce good fruit. That, that's that's a sermon right there. A good tree cannot produce bad fruit and a bad tree cannot produce good fruit a tree is identified by the kind of fruit it produces figs never grow on thorn bushes or grapes on bramble bushes a good person produces good deeds from a good heart and an evil person produces evil deeds from an evil heart whatever is in your heart determines what you say. Whatever is in your heart determines what you say. So 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 we got to keep hot, got to quit hiding behind, you know, you know, well, I'm I'm a good person. But, I, you know, I just I just I just believe you just got to say it like it is. You just got to say it. You got to you got to talk. You got to talk like the people want it. You got to say it so folk can understand it. No, no. Don't make those excuses. That's just what's in your heart. That's what's in your heart. Don't don't bring people down with you because that's where you are. That's what's in your heart. No, you got to fix what's in your heart. A good tree cannot produce bad fruit. A bad tree cannot produce good fruit. Figs don't grow on thorn bushes. Grapes don't grow on bramble bushes. A good person produces good deeds from a good heart. And an evil person produces evil deeds from an evil heart. It's that simple. That simple. Talk to me if you can. I'm going to wrap this up. I'm going to wrap this up. Three three verses I'm going to give you and I'm going to wrap this up. Three, three more verses and I'm done. I'm going to take you back to Proverbs. Take you back to Proverbs. And I'm, I'm going to wrap this up after these next two. This one and two more. Proverbs 10, verse 11. Proverbs 10, verse 11. Proverbs 10, verse 11 says, The words of the godly lead to life. The words of the godly lead to life. I think there's some other versions that talk about a fountain of life. So so here's the picture, y'all. Here's the picture. That words can be a fountain of life. I want to stay right there because I want to go back the video now, where the mother is talking about her daughter, daughter who stroked while she was carrying her in her womb, this daughter who has grand mal seizures. And if you remember, you go back and look at it again when we're done, the mother The mother talks about at one point where she she says um, um, that she wants, watch this, to not see her daughter as a patient, but she just wants to enjoy her daughter. Right. It's that shift. She shifts her thinking she shifts her perspective she says if 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 this if this is where we are for now then god just just let me let me get to the place where i not only watch this y'all don't miss this where i not just care for my daughter but i love my daughter now you might say What's the difference? If I love my daughter, I'm gonna care for my daughter. Yeah, I get that. But if you're so focused on the care, you might miss the opportunity to just love. To just love on them, to just love this moment, love this 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 season, love, love where we are, love what we're doing, love this 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 activity right this this experience this moment this season and there's something about there's something about getting to that space where you just decide you know what lord let me And let my words be a fountain of life for others. Let my actions, let my words be a fountain of life. For uh, let the way I approach this situation be a fountain of life. So that, so that, so that, so that my actions my deeds my aura my my energy my personality my everything that i bring to this moment is life giving life honoring life sustaining life supporting it her story is a beautiful story a beautiful reality. And I thank God that we can speak to our mountains. We can speak to our storms. We can speak to our illness. We can speak to to the situations that our children are facing. We can speak to those. And by faith, speak with authority. By faith. Speak believing that we shall have what we say. Because it's in the power of the tongue. It's in the power of the tongue. And when I speak it, guess what, y'all? I start to think differently. When I speak it, I start to act differently. When I speak it, I start to behave differently. I start to interpret my my where I am and what I'm supposed to do, when I speak it, then I'm, I'm setting myself on a new trajectory. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Speak, speak it, declare it, believe it, and then walk in it. Speak it, declare it, believe it, walk in it and see what God will do. That's all I got. Speak it, declare it, believe it, walk in it, and see what God will do. Speak it, declare it, believe it, walk in it, and see what God will do. Because death and life are in the power of your tongue. Stop, stop saying, stop speaking negative stuff. Stop declaring negative stuff. Stop, stop bringing negative thoughts and negative connotations and stop, uh uh-uh. Speak life, speak victory, speak hope, speak power, speak greatness. Speak advancement, speak it, declare it, believe it, walk in it and see what God will do. I believe that God honors, he honors, he honors words spoken in faith. See what God will do, amen. God bless you. I hope you receive it. I hope you receive it tonight. I pray that you receive it tonight and I pray that you walk in it. Walk in that which you speak, declaring it to be so, believing it to be so. God is great and he is so greatly to be praised. Amen. If you receive it tonight, if you believe it tonight, why don't you put your hands together, put some clapping in there. Amen. Receive it. Believe it. Declare it. Walk in it see what God will do. Amen. God bless you. We love you. We love you. We love you. I pray pray that you receive that. Let's pray, y'all. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you that you've given us power, life and death in our tongues. And so, God, we declare tonight that we will use our tongues for good, that we will speak life and not death, that we will speak victory and not defeat. That we will, we will speak encouraging and not discouraging words. God bless us, keep us. And God, we pray that as you do what you do, whatever that is, Lord, that we will continue to believe in you, in who you are, and that you know best. Thank you, God. We believe it to be done now. In Jesus' name and for his sake, we pray. Amen and amen. God bless you. Good night, y'all.